0: I don't want to find something that like literally nobody knows and will upset people when they're like, why didn't you put this on? I was like, no, you're going to listen to my weird stuff. (laughs) From the bowels of the video game industry.
1: Oh my god, not the bowels.
0: Absolutely the bowels. That's where the best ones are. (laughs)
1: Jeez. (laughs)
2: of 119 of rhythm encounter the rpg fan music podcast i'm Hilary andruff Uh, i'm getting the party started today because we are discussing dance music
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes
2: Uh, that's the last time i'll
0: do that i promise (laughs) (laughs) and um, i'm excited there's like a lot of stuff i could have picked and i hated narrowing it down
1: yeah yeah no there's so many things yeah
0: like, if, you know, like so many video games for a while were all fantasy and kind of classically, but like, you know, as game music got better and, you know, more higher fidelity, it got really cool to see them really flex genres and dance music especially. Yeah.
2: And using it in game as opposed to just the odd remix album that you get here and there.
0: Like back That's in actually the day. a really good point. Yeah. It's not just yeah. endless like uh, remixes of Chrono Trigger themes.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and like, like any good set list uh, for a party, I have a great group. You know we put a lot of thought into this so yeah like any good setlist you want to carefully curate your party playlist and so helping me do that uh today we have uh, dj audra hi hi mc mario hello hello and steph Sabidlo is also
0: helping run the beats today i don't have any title no
2: you're helping run the beats today okay
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm so excited and i just got called steph sabidlow I was like no okay that was cool that's fine <laughs> <laughs> that was good <laughs> i would have accepted my official dj steph thunder title but that's okay
2: oh that's true okay that's your dj name steph really
1: like good dj name
0: yeah there yeah, you go it's good and it matches one of our tracks today so yeah <laughs> yes oh cool oh, that's it right does. yeah <laughs> I've eternally always wondered like what what element I would be in the in, in the video game of life and you know maybe maybe I'll settle our own thunder that's all right I like it yeah
2: <laughs> so thank you so much for
0: joining me this is going to be a, a very fun episode I, I'm excited for the music choices like it was actually yeah. pretty good to study and work to actually so you know if you <laughs> actually need the kind of energy so hopefully this will be a good podcast for those people
2: I'm you know and we'll get into this a little bit more but I found myself listening to the EDM station a lot when I was working and taking classes just because it's that mix of like a little bit of repetition, not in a bad way, but Mm -hmm. also enough energy to keep you focused.
0: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Hilary, I know you've sent me like a few tracks too, like a few recommendations for like, yeah, studying stuff. So I always like your choices.
2: Well, Well, thank you. Yeah. All right. So why don't we get started by... You know usually we start with a little segment just kind of asking what drew everybody to the topic and kind of what your background experience is so why don't we start with you mario and you can just tell us a little bit about like your interest in dance music inspired by games or in games and just dance music in general
1: so yeah actually my background kind of relates to what steph was saying earlier with like video game music like typically when you think of it you think of a lot of you know pretty um you know gamey kind of so- kind of songs so i don't know i guess this theme really interested me because of the wide variety that video game music does have um and yeah there's just a lot of really good box that i consistently listen to when like i'm working or like studying or what have you um and yeah even just like driving and stuff like that like i don't know there's just a variety of video game music and i feel like this theme in particular dancing is just a really fun version of that so yeah
0: great how about you stuff uh i don't know i think i've always liked it my brother grew up with rock and roll and of course tried to make me listen to it a lot but like secretly i really like you know the pop and the and the trance, and the, you know, dance beats a lot instead. Um, so pop. I kind of listened to it in secret and for a while. <laughs> and then, like, it was just cool to hear, like, uh, games kind of take on, like, modern interpretations. I think for Sona 3, which, yeah, you know, spoiler it was one of the, I think was one of the tracks we're featuring. Yeah, it is. Sorry, yeah, what yeah, am I yeah. saying? Um, yeah, it was probably one of the more first instances i really remember hearing like you know modern contemporary instance kind of trance inside of, or you know dance inside of a game i thought that was really cool i'm sad i didn't pick persona 3 now but oh well
2: Yeah, no, you can <laughs> talk about that when, when we listen to our persona 3 track uh
0: so yeah so uh but since then like i've fully embraced it i listen to a lot of music though like i'm also about like pre pre dance which you know more disco <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know and so I mean, I've just been listening for a long time
2: yeah and I mean all sorts of our modern like EDM house dance yes. music pop music like any of that has roots and elements from other genres like disco
0: yeah absolutely Uh, so it's kind of cool to see the kind of history of music like that and the way the kind of idea spreads and like what kind of music is shared And it's cool to see it used in context of a lot of video games now Mm -hmm. Uh, because there are so many like modern set games too.
2: Yeah, that's become an increasing Uh frequency of that too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well great. Alder, how about you?
3: Well, I just like kind of all sorts of music and I was just like ooh a dance one (laughs) when I saw the card,
0: so I (laughs) I had to join up. I like that. Oh, dance one. Yeah. Like your story where I'm like being punished to not listen to dance music because my brother likes rock and roll and he'd make fun of me for liking Spice Girls. Oh, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, hey, I don't know, I grew up hey. and I liked it. <laughs> I'm almost jealous. No,
2: no one should be hating on the Spice Girls. <laughs> I
0: loved that. I wasn't allowed.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> me too. Although. I was I was one of those people who at first was like, Oh, they're so popular. We're like, what's so good about them? And then, you know, oh, and then, like a couple...
0: closet, you're kinda loving it and you're just like <laughs> well, it's <gotta> <laughs> Yeah.
2: But fast forward a couple months, I'm like, Okay, this is really catchy
0: and I I like it. Definitely a lot of earworm with these songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I actually really like some of the variety that like, you know, we actually have something that sounds kinda like swingy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm actually very excited. Which, yeah, that was like kind of big for a while. We had Caravan Palace doing a lot of those kind of, you know, swanky, you know, 1930s kind of inspired beats. Yep. So, yeah, very cool. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay.
2: Um, Let's see. So I already sort of mentioned my my background. Um, the, the EDM station definitely came into play like shortly after I graduated college when I was at my lab job and also taking classes and had to be performing. Kind of tasks that repeated but required a lot of attention and i just grew to really really like it and i can never pass up the opportunity to look at video game music in kind of an unexpected genre or context uh that's i was a good also on the jazz it. funk episode yeah. so yeah that's also part of why i'm here and why i'm hosting uh, so I'm really excited all right so let's really get it started and get to some music how does that sound Yes. All right. So we are going to do this kind of the standard rhythm and counter format. We've got four blocks, two songs each. Uh, we'll do a short introduction of our songs before, and then we'll cut to listen, um, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about each each song from the pl- preceding block.
0: God, okay. You confused me, but I'll do my best. Yes. <laughs>
2: oh, all good. All right. So. It looks like I have the first pick today. We are kicking off this party uh, with a remix, not an original song. Uh, and it's a remix of Asgore from Undertale from a lovely, like, really fun band camp album called Straight from the Underground. So I hope you all enjoy. I think this is one of our more standard kind of like slightly dubstep, like, dance tracks. And then after that, what do we have, Mario?
1: We have persona 3 dancing in moonlight um yeah this is like where i knew okay persona like the dancing games have to come into this episode at some point <laughs> so choosing yeah. which one was the difficulty <laughs> they dedicated for
0: themselves me to it.
1: yeah <laughs> um so yeah we're going to be listening to yeah a way of life remix um and yeah it's a bop i really like it um and i hope you enjoy it
2: great all right let's listen to our first two asgore and a way of life So, Asgore, uh, this is just a really, really fun, danceable song that I I thought of this song immediately when I was coming up with ideas for this episode. It's just a, a quintessential example to me of, of a song that made that you know was originally in a game, but just made it very, very fantastic dance remix um
0: the original song goes so hard like once it drops it drops yeah yeah so it totally transitions to dance it does it starts off kind of like sweet
2: and then there's a drop and it gets you really want to move uh and i think that's something that can really like elevate a dance track that's one of the most important things is that you have a drop or you have some transition going on in there where you can really start to move or change the way you're moving um yeah actually i was reading a little bit about this and a term that they sometimes use for that is groove actually like just the tendency that the track has to make you want to move okay yeah oh yeah so
0: i think this this definitely has groove and we we established before that when we're listening to this like like whenever we have these songs on we tend to like bop in our seats while we're just kind of going through it exactly (laughs) yes yeah uh, this is that kind of podcast. This is not the chill podcast. This is not the sounds of the forest. This is, you know, something a little bit more heavy. It's good, though. No, it's I, and, good. like, nothing goes harder than some of these Undertale fans. So, like, leaving them in charge of a dance remix, I think, is a pretty safe bet.
2: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I mean, they use a lot of the... I think this is maybe the closest track that we have to dubstep. Because there's a lot so. of, yeah. like, a lot of yeah. subwoofer coming in. Lots of sweeps. I love how they incorporated kind of the chiptune sound because that is pretty undertale, but they use it here and (laughs) there and and they, and they really like incorporate it in with the dance transitions. So well, like, especially there's a part in the middle where they cut a lot out and there's kind of some melodic, that melody comes in, but then it's all kind of a setup so that you can go hard for like the last minute or so, I think. So Yeah, and another thing I really, really like about it uh, as a video game track is that at the very, very end, there's a callback to hopes and dreams, like those last three or four notes.
0: That's right. Yeah, I remember hearing that too. Yep.
2: It's just a lot of fun, and I was definitely...
0: That yeah. whole game like was perfect for like throwing in that little late motif of yeah, hopes and dreams and then yeah. really like hitting it with you at the end when they actually play the theme proper. Yeah. And so even just to hear it like in little pieces here and inside of some of the music, I think is a really good choice.
2: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So I think this is a good example of how to do like a dancey remix of a video game song well. So that's why I picked it.
0: <laughs> well said. Yes. Yeah, I thought this was, you know, kind of like a bit of a kind of standard, like, uh, EDM track, but all the same, like, it went well with it, and it matches the music very well.
2: Yeah, we're starting out a little bit conventional, but I enjoyed it a lot. I danced around.
0: Yes,
3: absolutely. (laughs) Me too. I've had it on repeat for a while. Yay! Yeah.
2: And the other interesting thing about this is there are, like, I think three remixes of Asgore on that Street from the Underground album, so...
0: There's like, there are definitely a lot of Undertale albums that you can definitely recommend as well. Like a lot of them tend to pull a lot of the best from a lot of people, from a lot of uh, talented artists.
2: Yeah. And a short plug here. uh, We've actually done an Undertale episode, I think shortly after Rhythm rebooted. So I'll have to link to that in our show notes too, if if people would like. That's a good idea. Undertale music.
0: In case you're feeling more Undertale, that's fine. I, and I can't wait to see what people do with Deltarune as well. I mean, they're already doing it, but. Yeah, uh, as it like as soon as the whole thing is complete. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, no, definitely.
1: Rune's already got some dancing music in it, just like the actual game.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? Same so with him. He does yeah. really good with that kind of like good genre balance. And then, yeah, um, the. Um, I think the first secret boss is that kind of like gesture sound going with the beat, too.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so it kind of does a bit of both as well. Very cool.
2: And I think that's a cool thing to bring up um, with this, because it just shows how the music from those games is adaptable and maybe kind of has some different genres in mind sometimes, or can it can lend itself to those different genres. Nice. All right. Any more thoughts on Asgore? Should we find an, a new way of life for this dance party? Life. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, my so god. OK, let's do it. Um, yeah, so this remix is very much a bop. Um, it's a very high sped Like I feel like the original "Way of Life" that plays in um, Persona Three um, P3P. Um, yeah, it's. I would also describe that as a bop, but I feel like this dance remix of it is like a super sugar-rushed kind of bop. <laughs> Um,
0: You must forgive us, we will say the word bop a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But I I promise it's all suitable.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of bops this episode. Um, But yeah, it's very um, high energy, very high speed. Um, It's a very cute song. And yeah, the fact that, you know, context, it's in a dancing game, um, makes it so that when they're, you know, they're remixing the song for this, they've got a, you know, naturally boost the tempo and all that. But yeah, it's a really good song. I really enjoy it. Um, It's very cute. And yeah, it's an interesting take on the original song, which is a bot, but like a lot more of, you know, it fits the context of that game of like, this is playing during like social links or during um, particular scenes. Um, So yeah, it's, it's a very interesting adaptation to have that go into like dance, dance game and have it be it just work out so well so yeah no kudos kudos to this remix yeah i,
0: I really like how it ends in just piano too like mm-hmm, it got, yeah. has a nice kind of up you know upbeat sound and just something very soothing very calming at the very end yeah this is a really beautiful track i actually did not play the uh the, the persona dancing games music is just absolutely great yeah
1: no it's so good
2: i played dancing all night and i played a tiny tiny bit of this one but Not enough to actually be able to get to this song, but yeah, it's one of the really fun things about the Persona dancing soundtracks, I think, is how they always take a mix. Because Persona Gate, like the recent Persona games have several different modes of gameplay, right? You have dungeons, you have battles, you have, and you have that kind of slice of life, like social link type music and the more calming type stuff. So it's always fun to see how they incorporate some of those lighter tracks into the the dance set.
0: That's a good point. Yeah, they really kind of have to suit all kinds of moods. A mm-hmm. lot of games, yeah, really have to. But yeah. I don't know. There's something special about the Persona approach to it. You know, that actually tries to incorporate, you know, like singing music into really into the fabric of it. And I think you know, it's this, not just this melody. Yeah, and
2: I think this track did a good job of like keeping the the vocals because this this song does have those really nice kind of nice kind of pop vocals, but keeping them at the forefront, mm-hmm. but also incorporating them into something that felt like kind of a complete well-balanced dance track because you know sometimes when you have a dance track with heavy vocals like they're either way too heavy on the vocals and not enough is going on in the background or the vocals just kind of get lost with everything else going on and i think this had a good
1: balance yeah it's definitely a balance you got to play with how hard you want the um the like remixed remixed aspects of it to outweigh kind of the original vocals and everything Mm
0: -hmm. that's true the vibe for this song is quite different from the original, I thought, too.
3: Oh, yeah, I remember the original being, like, a very relaxing kinda. Like, yeah, you know, very still, kind of, like, you know, you can see it hanging original. out yeah. with people and, yeah. Yeah. Whereas this one has a little different feel to it.
0: I, I always feel vindicated when I look at the like view count of a YouTube video for her tracks and it's like over a hundred thousand. I'm like, yes, it's not just me. <laughs> I'm
1: not the only one looking up this song. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you fellow nerds, there's dozens, thousands of us. Oh
1: my God, <laughs> we're out here.
0: <laughs> you were,
2: you all are at the particular intersection of dance music and RPGs <laughs> video yes. games.
0: Come with me dear nerds. Let us, oh let us uh, jam together.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs>
0: I remember I had that, like, when we had to do, like, uh, calisthenics or whatever at the beginning of our gym classes. I, like, put on some, like, I think I put on, like, a Final Fantasy Trance remix. (laughs) (laughs) Way, way back when.
2: I mean, I have a, we had a workout. Okay, another plug for a previous Rhythm episode. We had a workout episode.
0: Oh, I gotta listen to that. It was
2: really fun. Yeah, music that you could work out to. It was good. It had some, like, some Falcom on there. Some remixes. Yeah,
0: some battle themes. It it was a good mix. Falcom
1: would be really good.
0: Falcom for workout music would actually be brilliant, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they got, like, a a good pep in its step for that kind of thing. (laughs) So many guitars. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right, now you're running. It's boss music. It's boss music (laughs) for your life. Throw in the Eve. Eve. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Oh, that's challenge mode. You know, that's for the the nighttime class. Yep.
3: (laughs) That
2: one instructor that just works everybody way too hard as the easy oh my god.
0: And he's fit as hell and you want to be like that but you're like oh god no <laughs> i'm going to wendy's
2: <laughs> well you can you can always dance instead though dancing is good that is so true
0: too. oh my god dancers are like my favorite kind of lean like they're just like built and you know so muscle muscular yeah yeah
2: I'm just checking my notes on way of life to see if there's anything else. The one thing that I thought was kind of neat in, in the way of life remix, and this is just kind of like a detail is I like how some of these dance tracks have like solos from different kinds of sections, different instruments. And
0: I caught something that sounded like a really cool kind of synthy piano solo. in this one that I like. Yes. A lot. Oh shoot. I remember picking that up. I don't remember where. Um, I knew I should have wrote notes. I would have been like at the 52nd mark, you know, in case anyone's following along at home. Um, I think it was toward the end. Yes. Okay. Two minutes, actually. It's around the two minute mark. Okay. It's like, yeah, very like electro electro poppy kind of synth. It's really Mm -hmm. cute. You got it. I absolutely love that kind of stuff.
2: But just going back to what we were saying about, you know, kind of different other musical elements making their way into dance music. Like that's a dance music convention that I love is that someone gets a little solo or something as a way to kind of transition between a faster and a slower section or just a break so that you can do, you know, you can move differently. I love that. Mm -hmm. And then
1: I guess just one other thing I would say, um, at least about this song or about kind of how dance games or this dance game in particular kind of takes songs from the original game's context and everything. Um, Yeah, I just want to say shout out to this game's remix of Battle for Everyone's Souls.
0: 'Cause that's literally
1: something I would yeah, putting that like a dance version of that is um completely different context than (laughs) where that plays in the game.
2: Yeah, I love that song. The boss fight and
1: everything. Yeah, so that's (laughs) that was another one I was debating really hard to bring that because I'm like that's such a good juxtaposition of the original context to like dance, but yeah, so shout out to that one.
2: The original of that one strikes me as like a song you could make up an entire dance routine to, right? Like you have kind of the slow start with like dramatic dancing and then you work up to like more frantic dancing. Yeah. Persona
0: 6, here's your <laughs> chance, you know, to just completely <laughs> yeah medley it and obliterate it.
2: Oh my God. Well, I'll have to go listen to that remix now. That is very yeah,
1: good. It's, it's really good.
0: <laughs> All I'm doing in my head right now is going, <laughs> just kind of like a lady opera at me right now in yes. my head. <laughs>
2: Right, that aria of the soul. Yes. The solo. This is just a little, kind of a little bit of an aside, but when we, when we, did the karaoke episode, uh, long ago, I was seriously considering just like as a joke, just starting the episode or starting my section just by like belting the beginning of that out. But I, <laughs> I lost my nerve. I could not do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, your voice breaks again, like you're a teenager. <laughs> like, ah, ah, ah. Nope. Fine.
2: It, it's one of those things where I can do it, but no guarantee that it would actually happen the way I wanted it to on a podcast. I can do it flawlessly
0: in the shower. Yes. The exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and like, I'm like, damn, that was perfect. I got to go out into the world and become a singer now. Slam open the shower door. Everyone do listen to my gift. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I become like a foghorn in the real world. Oh my God. Uh, Showers have good acoustics. It's fact yeah (laughs) the showers have the best acoustics (laughs) i was gonna say i just want to live in there but that didn't come out right either (laughs) i (laughs) know what you mean though good acoustics water thank you Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) so does anyone need to refresh on our next two which i kind of have one
0: very quietly while we talk okay yeah so it kind of plays subliminally so we've got satisfy and then we've got thunder rolls I love the name of that song. I don't know why. I keep saying yeah. it. I keep going, Satisfy. <laughs> okay, you need you to come back in with that. Satisfy. <laughs> it satisfies.
1: Oh my God.
0: Am I wrong?
1: You're no, not you're not wrong. wrong. That's a thing. You're yeah. back to your right. That's,
2: that's the Snickers commercial, like, summary of how we feel about that song. All right. Yeah. So, now that we are in our groove, we've got more wonderful tracks coming your way. So
1: let's introduce our next two. Yeah, so um first we got satisfy from the no, world no, no. ends say with you. Say it right.
0: Say it say it properly.
1: Oh, <laughs> say it properly. Oh my god, I can't say it the Snickers way.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead, <laughs> ahead. Steph. You do it.
2: Satisfy. There you go.
1: There you go. Perfect. Um, and what game is that yeah, from? <laughs> so it's it's from The World Ends With You.
0: That game is so satisfying it is <laughs> this is another series
2: that i would be sad if a, a track from these games didn't make it into this episode so
0: good. that's pick. a good point yes. yeah and i yeah. have to say i'm actually really like i feel like calling or uh twister is a bit more the office choice so i'm kind of happy i haven't really been too well acquainted with satisfying i'm kind of yeah think it's all the better for me it. too yeah so this was actually really, really good cool. yeah excellent
2: yay all right and after that what do we have next audrey
3: Ooh, our second song for this block is Thunder Rolls from Final Fantasy 14 and it is from the Pulse remix album
0: okay Thunder Rolls sounds like something very offensive you could say to somebody <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> like oh. I ate a whole cake and now I got Thunder Rolls
3: <laughs> oh my god
0: <laughs> That's oh, a good cake uh, wow <laughs> baked by Ramuh, you know <laughs> That's the name of his bakery. (laughs) Oh, that's that's so cute. Oh my gosh, there's like a little lightning bolt, you know, chiseled on the roll. Yeah. And like you you. put in some of that, like Tears of the Kingdom zap fruit in there to kind of give it that zizz zing. Yeah, there you go.
2: Oh (laughs) my god. The the other primals could come by and like Shiva could handle the frozen dessert. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's go. um, Let's go listen. And I put these two together for a. Particular reason that I think you all can probably figure out. So when we come back, I'll I'll share it and we'll we'll see if we're on the same page. Satisfied. Satisfied.
1: Okay, um, so yeah, so Satisfied, it's, yeah, like, we were saying earlier, like, I'm really glad, like, The World Ends With You definitely should have a slot in <laughs> this episode, so I feel like, so yeah, narrowing it. it's another one where narrowing it down to one song was a bit of a challenge, but, yeah, I feel like Satisfy is not really one I hear about pretty often in terms of, like, when the soundtracks discussed.
0: It's always Twister or Calling or
1: yeah like exactly others. yeah those are kind of like the go-tos which are always, like those are really good
0: yeah, yeah. Twister's but, like, the one I hear a lot I think yeah, yeah and they like remixed it like crazy for the for the mm-hmm. game as well so a yeah. little difference is nice like,
1: which is also just indicative of like how good the soundtrack is that you can just take so many banger songs from it <laughs> um, it's so wild yeah, for listen to that soundtrack
0: to... on NDS speakers <laughs> oh my god and it like sounded, I mean, kind of terrible for what it was, but like they did such a good job, to still kind of make you, you know, jam out to it, anyways, as best as we could on those little speakers. I was like playing the game, tucked away in my bed at like 3 a.m. and like just kind of, you know, and just loving it, <laughs> you know, like challenging bigger, tougher enemies to this really cool fight music. I love that it did yeah. different fight music. That was such a good idea. Yes.
1: No, yeah, it's so good. I think, yeah, having different battle music for everything just kept it very. Um, Fresh. I switched it up so often, so it was good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Very but, yeah, fresh, yeah, it's fresh kind of soundtrack. So, yeah, it was contemporary. Oh, sorry. What was that?
0: No, I just like how contemporary the soundtrack felt. Mm-hmm. So, oh, like, it's great yeah. to you know how it really worked for the game, and even despite the kind of small hardware, it still jams out like crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I feel like it's a kind of earlier example of that sort of trend towards having like sort of like contemporary music and games and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um and yeah it yeah the world ends with you has such a good sense of style and contemporary like flair to it um but yeah so yeah i wanted to just draw attention to satisfy because it's such a good song i like the different sort of transitions and stages it goes through with like when it's more focused on the music or like when the vocals come in and kind of um like take over the song like it's it's really good it's It's a great... They're layered nicely, too. Sort
0: of flow through it. You know, it's like a soft satisfy with, you know, something a bit more hard. It's very cool sounding. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think it layers really well. And I... I, There was some modulation toward the end, like a key change. And like before... Directly before that, there were just a few extra little embellishments before that last chorus. And the key change, like, really finished up. That song finished strong. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, It really really goes hard at the end.
2: I think it's another good example, like, these are slightly jazzy vocals, but I think it's another example of where you have, like, a good dance background, like, you can definitely move to it, but it's also balanced with the vocals and some different instrumentation, which makes it fun to listen to and not just dance to. I didn't mm-hmm.
0: consider the jazzy part, but that's actually a really good point, point. Um, and it's kind of how, how, like, Lynn's voice really works in the Persona 5 uh, soundtrack, mm-hmm. that kind of acid jazz spin is kind of close to what you can do with dance and just kind of give it a bit more, you know, kind of pep and kind of be strange with it and be a bit more poppy with it. Interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. You know, I even like how they say satisfy in the song. I was saying it like an idiot, but i like
4: satisfy.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I like that too. Satisfy.
4: Satisfy.
0: No, yeah, I really like that. I actually, for- I kind of forgotten about satisfy and this kind of just had me sit down with it and kind of appreciate and just kind of soak it in. Yeah, same for me. I kind of I sometimes
3: overlook it and I was really happy to see it picked for this Yay episode.
1: I feel like the game has thrown so many songs at you that it's it's hard to keep track of all the bangers.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's actually a really good point, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think it's one of those soundtracks where everybody can come away with like a few favorite tracks that are different from like what your friend might might love, you know, it's just pretty varied that way and there's so many contributing artists that I'm sure different sounds are gonna gel with you know differently with everybody I think this one is a pretty nice crowd pleaser, though yeah
1: and so many different genres within the soundtrack too
0: for sure oh my gosh yeah yeah I, I couldn't believe that game when i was playing it like i remember square enix was in a bit of a a bit of a tricky spot at that point the 360 area was a bit tough for a lot of yeah. rpg fans uh but then that game just kind of came out of nowhere and it's like okay whatever let's see i was like and then i just remember being glued to my to the ds for like Aww. the next few nights after that i was just totally hooked
2: it's it's funny that you should describe that period in time for rpgs in that way stuff because that is like exactly how uh it's described in this really cool book, *Fight Magic Items*, that I read for the site a little while ago. That was a good write-up you did. Oh, thank you. Yes, <laughs> it, but it's so true. Like you captured the feeling. Exactly. It felt century. fresh
0: in the time when like games yeah. were just kind of like yeah, kind of in an awkward in-between consoles phase, you know, like it was harder to do big, big RPG stories with big world maps. And like we lost a lot of series then because the budgets were going up. But then this like cute little NDS game came out that was, you know, not terribly high budget, but just the way it looked and felt and played so differently. It was so wild. And and mm-hmm. then they, they kept pushing it, and then world ends with you two came out and nobody bought it <laughs>
3: oh
0: yeah and the soundtrack was really cool for that one too and the the controls are buttery smooth basically this is like an open letter to please go play those games because they're both really cool if you're Fair. looking for something really really fresh yeah even and if- it's actually kind of a shame that it's just not getting its love even when Enix is kind of pushing it yeah give so,
2: that series some love
0: uh it goes down in price quite often actually i think i think i've seen a few pretty good sales for it so I'm, nice. you know, scratch that just wait for the sale if you're
2: this uh, this series also brought up a question for me it's, it's a silly question but I want to pose it
0: Love it, go uh,
2: are, are games with headphone protagonists required to have danceable music?
0: Oh, Discuss. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah, you
2: question. know what, it they should just
0: make one that's just totally messing around and he's got like hardcore classical music on underneath Yes You know, <laughs> you know and wears like a professional shirt, a white shirt because he's going to go vigorously play the piano I love it it's <laughs> unce, unce, more like <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God actually I'm taking a
2: composition class and I really need to be able to hear all the different sections in this music that we're studying.
0: I'm actually very curious what you learned from that. I love music. I don't know anything about it like in terms of professionally describing it and all that and like you know this is the key and this is how it's played. I'm like I don't I don't know what any of that means just. I do my best to listen and just hope I hear all the sounds, you know. I mean, that's one of the really cool things about it, though. Like, I honestly think
2: the music theory and reading music and everything is just a way to kind of standardize and describe what you can always hear in the music, even even if you don't know that stuff.
0: That's actually a really good way to phrase it yeah it just gives you that kind of more in-depth knowledge stuff you knew but now you get it like spelt out term, and given term right you like, can
2: just describe it and clarify it yeah
0: yeah oh that's actually a really good way to phrase it then i've been trying like i've been trying to listen to some of those like music producer types on youtube and all that stuff as they break stuff down uh and like i said i grew up in a musical family so it's kind of you know it's kind of the odd one out for that so they helped me appreciate music but i wish i understood it like then I'd give up my art powers to to uh, music power instead. What? I no. swear.
2: <laughs> oh. oh my god! That's
0: long. <laughs> it's not that. We love your art So it just means I, I don't know. I get to appreciate two types of art because yeah, I, I you like. Know? Yeah, I I absolutely live for music. I can't work without something on. You know, so this is just my way of kind of loving it, even when I can't. You know, directly impact it or doing album covers. That's always cool too.
2: That is very direct. I think yeah. <laughs> album, album artwork is always way more important than people give it credit.
0: I, I for. always tell them, like, please send me the music, just so I can kind of like sit and like let it let me absorb with it. And, yeah. You know, see what I can imagine up in my mind's eye and all that. Because like it's kind of great how both things can influence each other. Like the the locations that you can picture with the with the music that you hear. Yeah, and I think that's
2: a really awesome and important point to bring up. With like we're talking about video game dance music, so you you can't think about it in a vacuum without thinking about the visuals of the game, I think, to some degree, at least.
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
2: Yeah. And actually, this is a a good opportunity to segue into our next song, because this is an example of one that kind of takes certain expectations around a song in its original form and just kind of changes the genre a lot. And (laughs) many people who hear it are saying, like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. And yeah, that's Thunder Rules
3: very true i mean it's kind of interesting i have um some friends who have very mixed opinions on the pulse album just because i feel like they are so fondly attached to the original versions of the songs Mm -hmm. but um even a lot of them they listen to thunder rolls and they're like whoa (laughs) and i just i think it hit a really good combination of being reminiscent of the original song but also having its own its own unique sound to it and i love the um the jazzy swing undertones and stuff it's just it's a great song i have how well the
0: genres blend really
3: yeah i mean the vocals even fit for it it's it's just it's an awesome dance song it kind of just makes you want to move
0: yeah i am (laughs) I was like flapping. <laughs> I was like doing like a flapper dance in the basement <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I hovel. Uh, this,
2: so this, <laughs> just right from the beginning with those horns, it's really yeah. easy to just start grooving.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, this is this is a song where I definitely read some of the. the I kind of want them to sub
0: the music into the boss fight. Like I'm watching the boss fight play out while the sound, is, the music is playing for the YouTube right? video. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I just want them to kind of sub it in. Give like uh, Ramu a suit. you know and have him like kind of do a little bit of dance and like he kind of gives you like the thunder dancer class you know? right and like step and summon thunder
2: yo all
0: right i'm gonna go make my own rpg finally thunder thunder
2: dance moves i like that uh uh Uh,
0: it's gonna be like avatar but instead of kung fu it's gonna be dancing yeah
2: you bend with dancing i like it Uh um yeah i'm gonna paraphrase someone in the comments of i think could be the exact video you're watching uh who just said, it's time for Jazz Grandpa Ramu. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is just, it's really hard not to like this song.
0: For it's real. So fun. Yeah, it is. It's just so a really good. fun, energetic song. Electro jazz. It's a fun uh, way to describe it, actually. I like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> electro jazz.
2: And that's thats a whole subgenre of dance music that we could talk about, is that, like, electro swing, caravan palace. I mean, postmodern jukebox doesn't always do it, but... Some of their stuff where they're emulating, you know, earlier eras definitely fits into that.
0: That's actually true, yeah. I guess maybe, you know, they kind of almost would have influenced each other, where it's like they could kind of turn the pop music into jazz, you know, maybe we can turn the jazz into pop music. Or dance, sorry.
2: No, yeah.
0: now Now let's go on to the Thunder Rolls Bakery and get us some <laughs> pie. Yes! <Yeah. laughs>
2: uh, I, I wonder if the first part of that is going to make it into the episode, we'll see, but yes. Uh... Thunder roll definitely sounds like a baked good, and it could be Rose a delicious I
0: mean. baked good.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it'll, get, it'll give you thunder rolls. <laughs> oh my
2: god! <laughs> um, just the reception to polls. I don't know. I just want to talk a little bit more about that, please. Yeah, for a minute because it's it's so fascinating. There's. A range like I'm really curious yes. what, what tracks your friends specifically like and don't like. Outdoor, but there there were definitely some where like, I mean, I think, I think the music is like across the board. Like the remixing and like the interpretation of it into kind of EDM is pretty good. But I think the thing about it is that source material where it, it has that very strong association going mm-hmm. on, and so sometimes things just kind of like can miss. Based on that, I think I I actually picked a song from this album back for our like Final Fantasy 14 episode, and it was it was the Titania music, um, "What Angel Wakes Me," and I picked it specifically because like she's the fairy boss, and so it was pretty easy to imagine that sort of like mischievous, like dancey kind of electronic beat. Mm-hmm. Because of that, I think it was a little bit there was like not as much of a disconnect, and I could. Just the way musically, too, there was a lot of like rising and falling and going all over the place that kind of fit. But this one, I think, succeeds in a slightly different way where it kind of takes the melody and kind of breaks that association just by putting it in a new style.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
2: also another way of approaching it.
0: Looking at the album stuff now, I really want to hear Under the Weight. That was actually like the first Final Fantasy XIV song that I really, really heard and just sort of fell in love with. So I kind of really want to hear their take on that one. Yeah, check it out that song is a little intense so i think it could make a devastating beat <laughs> they're definitely really interesting remixes i like yeah them. okay yeah. this is really interesting okay i didn't know i thought like i remember hearing about this album and hearing a few tracks from it but now i actually want to sit with it
2: yeah okay. i definitely want to check it,
1: it
0: out Please uh-huh. do it. let's know what you think 14 music is so good so i mean it's starting yeah. with a- it's, it's i i get when it's like hard for people to kind of enjoy like a remix too if it's a little too different or you know not enough the same or whatever <laughs> too little too
3: little, uh, too, little too, too different too not different enough <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Either way. yeah you can sometimes <laughs> run that risk too i was like well what the frig do you want um but like uh, no this was a lot of fun and i'm glad they kind of experimented with it it's like a lot of the other stuff like way different it kind of like shows the good flex of like what dance music comes in
3: yeah there's a lot of um very good like techno and electronic yeah okay actually one i think it's the suzaku theme sounds it reminds me of like globe the artist globe which is one of my favorite bands so oh nice oh yeah very cool which one was this sorry cool i think i believe it's the suzaku theme suzaku theme okay i'll look that up
0: I'm, like, going between browsers right now. I'm, like, on VGMDB and I'm opening Spotify. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to start researching things for later. Because I, I have, like, a full work session, so some of this music is just kind of
2: perfect. I'm kind of looking at Pulse, too. <laughs>
0: Let's see. My craziers are only one track from Pulse on Spotify. Oh.
2: I'm seeing... Wait, two discs? Huh. Oh, I <laughs> realize it was two <laughs> discs. I only got on, one. I'm looking, I'm looking on Apple Music. Hmm. Do you remember what it's called, Audra? Oh, let me
0: see. I actually have it. Do, 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 do. Okay, Square Enix has a public playlist for up tempo stuff as well, so I think that's the same thing. Yeah, and their jazz albums here, oh, a whole nice. bunch of official stuff. Oh, well, this is actually a pretty cool list.
2: Wait a minute, Soakin remixed. Okay, so yeah,
0: you're finding that too, yeah.
2: Soken remixed some of at least one of these himself. No, two. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm still looking. Oh no, you're good. Okay, so that's worth noting on the episode is that, like, Soken himself is getting in on on these dance remixes of some of the 14 music, so... Oh, Sunrise is the... Ah, okay, so it looks like it's the last one. All right. And I'm also seeing some, like, I think I'm seeing some familiar names that, like, Soken's worked with before, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, Pulse. Very, very fun 14 electronic Dance album.
0: Wow, Suzaku theme is really good. I got it on right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah,
3: I was debating about that one putting that one on and uh, if just... we do well, Thunder we would Worlds. have to do a part
0: two because I was like fussing with this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's so many picks for a part two.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's always time for another dance party.
0: Yes. I, I don't want to find something that like True. literally nobody knows and will upset people when they're like, Why didn't you put this on? I was like, No, you're gonna listen to my weird stuff. <laughs> From the bowels of the video game industry. <laughs>
1: Oh my God! Not the vowels.
0: Absolutely the vowels. That's where the best ones are. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right.
2: So, are we ready to uh, introduce
0: our next lock? Yes.
2: All right. So, Steph, you have the next pick. It's from a p- kind of unexpected game, Blue Reflection. So, why don't you tell us what it is?
0: Um, I've never played the game. <laughs> uh, but like once again, it kind of has like a lot of that kind of electro kind of dance vibe to it. Um, some of it is even like that kind of lo-fi sound to it especially yeah. the sequel which has a bit more of a down-tempo lo-fi kind of sound nice. uh, but this soundtrack is really really good i'm not really feeling the game uh and the reviews are kind of ho-hum but like yep. it kind of does a magical girl thing and i think a lot of the t- contemporary music here really really works the whole yeah. soundtrack is stunning i've heard some
2: of the more like relaxing tracks from it that have yeah. been good but i'm eager to go listen to this one and hear a little bit more
3: yeah so,
2: and then after that, we are. What are we going into next, Aldra?
3: Oh, we are going into staggered injection from Mass Effect Three. It's the Purgatory Bar, bar dance music.
2: Yeah. All right. Yay. Let's go. Spend some time with a blue reflection. Making center. pie. Yeah. And, <laughs> we are. Yes. Uh, and then some time at the Purgatory Dance Bar.
0: <laughs> it's nice here. It's okay. <laughs> it's not too great (laughs) (laughs) it's fine (laughs) all
4: right
2: hear about tiger and speculate as to how it can fit into a game like blue reflection <laughs> Ooh,
0: uh i think it's boss music uh, i'll say that nice. much okay <laughs> somebody who's like a huge blue and inje- blue injection oh my god blue reflection <laughs> fan <laughs> is probably super super mad at me but um i think it is boss music and um <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it, just because, like, again, I don't really have much context besides these girls are, like, magical girls. Uh, and this is kind of like a, you know, a, like, the enemy is pretty interesting. They're sort of like these uh, abominations, I guess, just big old gross looking abominations a lot of the game graphics are this beautiful kind of crystal blue kind of coloring you know the girls are slightly in like you know your obligatory magical girl pink and magical girl green and you know kind of your basic colors there Uh, but the enemies take on this kind of like hideous like awful dark rusty red kind of color you know so kind of a perfect yeah kind of a perfect counter to that um and you know using your kick ass superpowers you know to fight it off so i think the music kind of reflects that kind of beautiful rush and like very clean and pretty sound the piano work in this is just very sweet and innocent you know i think it reflects the girls very nicely in there but then you've got that like kind of crunchy
2: like sorry to interrupt but the beginning of this song very crunchy
0: almost has like a crunchy creepy vibe yeah yeah because they're dealing with some sort of you know, unnatural threat, you know, it's coming in, you know, mm. it's static, it's, you know, crunchy. <laughs> I like that kind of like a swampy sound to it, you know, but there's something beautiful that's kind of like dinging away as it kind of hypes you up into yep. the big drop. I definitely see that. Yeah. So this is good kind of contemporary fight music. You know, it's a bit of that nonsense Trance with a bit of the kind of gaming melodies, you know, to create something, you know, a late motif for the girls. Uh, you hear the theme a few, a few times throughout the soundtracks. Um... <laughs> I wasn't prepared to talk about a game I've never played. I'm I'm so sorry. No, you're we... the artwork is very pretty, so I can appreciate the music and audio portion. I want to play the game. I just hear it's it's kind of a little a little bo- bare bones, but the sequel I heard was really really good, and I think we even reviewed it pretty highly on the site. I've, I've heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's good. We should have more good, meaningful, magical girl content. You know, yes. I like. Girls who grew up with it, girls now, and let's be real, the guys also love all the pretty colors that are involved with it. And just, you know, girls doing girly things in the daytime and kicking it at night. I mean, <laughs> it's perfect for a video game. when it's done well, it's hard not to love it. Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It actually reminds me kind of of a Tekken song, which I quite oh, think is awesome. Nice. Which one? Do you remember? Um, No, just a lot of the Tekken Tag Tournament 2.
0: Yeah, it has that kind of sound to it. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Okay. That's a, that's a... I like that observation, actually. Taken has good music. Yes. Yes.
2: I appreciate how it incorporates some, like, aside from the kind of crunchy creepiness, some other kind of electronic sounds. Like,
0: There's a bit of a rush at the end. Yeah, and it's... Mm, I, I really appreciated
2: that up and in, 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 in intensity. I'm like, I wrote down how, like, the pitch of all those kind of, like, beeps and loops, and along with the piano, I think it all, like, goes up in pitch near the end to really... The urgency of what's going
0: on. The urgency of the constant bleeping that's kind of like, you know, that's kind of feeling that pressure, that rush to Mm -hmm. succeed. You know, it's a very good, like, over the mountain kind of theme. Yeah. And, like, yeah, so when we talked about, like, trance stuff, like like I said, I've not even played this game. I would like to one day when I'm less poor and have more time. <laughs> uh, but, like, you know, it's just a very pretty sound. And the soundtrack for these games is, I think, almost one of those cases where it's worth the admission, where you want to know what the music it's representing is. I've seen clips from the game, though. It is it is quite pretty. And, like I said, that whole enemy threat and the way the magical girl idea is kind of executed is very sweet. It's so good for video games. Please, people, make more magical girl games. Yeah. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a Sailor Moon RPG on the SNES that was amazing. I never got to play it. And I'm sad. It's so cool. Sailor Jupiter goes to Canada. Nice. It's just log cabins wow. for some reason. <laughs> but like they all kind of like they do like a whole like around the world segment. Okay, know? that sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah. So they're I all am- going to different countries. I don't remember the other ones where they go. They one of them's like China or something like that. And I was just like, oh my god, Jupiter's in Canada. <laughs> Best game ever. <laughs>
2: There you go. Sort of like in Terranigma, and I've, I mentioned this before, but like oh, that the, the birthplace of birds it was very, very close to where I grew up in
0: Colorado. So I was like, oh. <laughs> uh. I've totally been engaging in like bird watching, you know, after like a friend said, like, just remember, you can hear the birds before you see them. And now I'm looking up all these bird calls. Yep. <laughs> uh. And so, just having a great time with that. I'm like, wow, look at that bird! It's like finding a rare Pokemon. It's thrilling.
2: Definitely, I, I can. I'm at the point where I can identify like a lot of the common birds that are, like live mm-hmm. around us, but I want to get
0: better. Oh, my YouTube just autoplayed a song from Blue Reflections to, I forgot what it's called, like Light or something like that. Whatever. Oh. Anyways, uh, it's really good too. So like I said, the, nice. the trend for great music has continued to the sequel.
2: And I think one other thing to point out about this one is just it, it has a lot of the like kind of dance music staples too, like the drums, the sweeps and pauses to kind of, it's, it's interesting because like, I sort of think as of a good dance track, similarly to like how you would think of a good boss battle in an RPG you have like different phases you have different things happening That's a good but hobby. it all sort of has to mesh together
4: yeah
2: um and I think this does that like I, I appreciated the timing and like the use of the sweeps and pauses and you have that consistent drum that happens yeah. a lot of dance music and like you said Steph the really pretty piano like the melodic element to represent the the girls so I don't know I enjoyed it
0: mm-hmm such yeah, a good a soundtrack good people please go listen to it it's such a good soundtrack <laughs> I think there's like an online or a mobile game too I might have to check out like if the soundtrack keeps up there I'm sure it does I'm worried that Gotcha the game is gonna close down soon they all do yeah well, you like it- them for a week and then they're gone yeah <laughs> yeah God, the few that actually go on for years are the such lucky few. It's incredible. I, I can't believe how good like uh, Hoyoverse is at it. Sorry, Mihoyo is at it.
2: I was sad to see Record Keeper go just because it, it had a good run.
0: And, and like same thing, just like some of the greatest music like goes yep. into those mobile games. Like you get some artists who go into that and like really put in like you know, their 11 out of 10 effort each track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the new uh, Final Fantasy VII mobile game actually has some of the greatest, re- like perfectly in line with the original game but great remixes for for that nice. you know, if you like something that kind of adheres to the ps1 sound
2: cool that
0: you know then good. i think that one's really good uh, all right we'll see
2: let's make sure that we can spend enough time in the club with our next <laughs> track oh yes and have aldra talk a little bit about it
3: well generally this has a very different feel from the rest of the mass effect 3 soundtrack mm-hmm. which tends to be um more bleak, as is fitting the storyline in that game. And a little bit like
2: theatrical I would say, right? Am I getting Mm -hmm. that right? Yeah.
0: If you think of sci-fi, you think of dance beats for some reason, you know? And not like the sweeping orchestral, so it's kind of fun when you actually do hear the dance beats. Yeah,
3: so I actually, I really like the way they incorporate this song because it sounds so different from the rest of the soundtrack. Because it literally is you go into this club and it's like one of the few places where people can go to really kind of try to take their mind off of the whole reaper invasion and the galaxy going to crap basically yeah. <laughs> so you see like a bunch of characters dancing and having a good time or at least pretending they are or drowning their sars and alcohol <laughs> you get to talk to aria who is one of the best rpg characters ever <laughs> nice <laughs> and you can even have your shepherd dance and it's usually funny because they <laughs> i think it's they've made it like a meme just a little no, bit, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's a very interesting song because it's actually not done by any of the composers for the game. They picked a. Did they actually go- get like
0: a dance artist? Mm hmm.
3: Extract, oh, wow. I believe. And oh, that's
0: wonderful. Yeah,
3: it was actually a really interesting choice, but I feel like it really fits for a futuristic dance club. Right. And I kind of like that it's called the Staggered Injection. It actually does. There's like layers to the song that comes up and builds.
2: Am I, am I right in saying that they? it's actually a song that was used in a previous game that was actually a racing game? Yes, it was a Need for Speed game. Aww, yeah, it was Need for so Speed Carbon. Cool. <laughs> so it's interesting that they like took it and used it in that context.
0: Mm -hmm. I was about to brag saying like okay so like isn't it great these video game artists are so good at like kind of putting their hands in like different genres you know we got some jazzy stuff we got that orchestral stuff we got like whatever video game boss music is which is like heavy metal mixed with alternative mixed with everything else Um, and so I was about to brag saying like look how cool it is the Mass Effect people can reach out and do this okay so then I find out okay it's not them (laughs) but all the same I think that's actually really really good if you know sometimes it helps to actually get someone who's competent in the field that they're in you know and mm-hmm. not yeah. pretend sometimes it's good when you want to kind of explore that as an interest but if you're trying to take yourself you know like want some integrity behind it to actually get an, an actual track right then mm-hmm. i think that's actually very fitting and that's you trying to do your best to expose that mood to really make sure it hits if it's not going to match you know the kind of orchestral stuff of the other stuff right make you don't sure want it, it to ring
2: hollow target. if like yeah yeah, you, you want your club to be believable. Yes,
0: yes, yeah. <laughs> Perfectly said. Yeah, like <laughs> so, like some of the the Persona Three dance track that they have uh, when you go to an actual club, it still sounds a little video gamey. Yep. You know, or sometimes when they do those kinds of club tracks for a video game, it still sounds video gamey. So I mean, why why take that chance? Why not just get an actual you know artist who knows what they're doing within the genre? Let them make a bop, and yeah, it's really good. This is actually a really cool track. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: at the very least it's really interesting to see the results of like like we just said, you know, Sokin redid a couple of the tracks for pulse like to see that versus these collaborations cuz that's how you get to like and play, play with the art and variety with it right. in it. Yeah. There's one other thing that I wanted to bring up about this song in particular because it went back to something you said earlier Steph, about disco. Um the beginning of this really did kind of sound like Retro. Yeah, that kind
0: of buildup that yeah. Maybe okay, disco-y, that maybe
2: eighties. I think it was a little more eighties, but yeah. I
0: think more disco actually. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting it on right now and I'm kinda like, yeah, I could oh. see that kind of starting up a number.
3: Disco's making a comeback in the near
0: future. Yeah. It kind of has been, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah. A lot of people have been sampling stuff from that, you know, and even like the vintage kind of aesthetic, that kind of uh yeah, retro look is kind of in oh my god, like the hairstyles are so retro right now. Sorry, just a small aside cuz I was walking around the mall and like everyone had like kind of <laughs> kind of boppy frizzy curly hair and like light bangs. I was like, "Oh my god, very same oh, yeah. stuff is in right now right now." There you go. Yeah. So that's actually kind of fun. Um Yeah, this was this I actually had this track play through twice cuz I was just like, "Man, I think I like that." I like I was kind of paying attention to what I was drawing and I was like, "Okay, I think I like that. I I, I got to hear it again." I was like, "Yeah, this is good." It's good. It's not even too complicated. It's kind of just a good build-up and just a nice Mm -hmm. kind of tour. Like a lot of good trance music, like some of those ones that go on for four, five, seven, eight, nine minutes. Like they kind of just take you on a nice kind of journey, you know, kind of drop in the instrument slowly, the beat slowly, you know, kind of let it crescendo a little bit. This is a very good dance track and, you know, kind of suitable to, you know, a lot of the stuff that you do here now. And it's great that it still kind of sounds fresh. Something you could hear now that you would have heard, shoot, ten years ago. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it still sounds kind of contemporary. I like it. Which is, in the few fu- in the far far future, in Mass Effect's time, though, for real, we're gonna just be listening to banjos or something. Exhaust <laughs> Banjo- all <of> the instruments. <laughs> well, uh, like now we're clubbing with the banjos. That just that just or,
2: reminds me of um, Outer Wilds, actually.
0: <laughs> each of Did the- it have
2: something we- like that. Well, each of the travelers, like on the so. It's mainly one solar system that you're in, but each of your fellow space traveler astronaut guys like has a different instrument and that's how you track them throughout space. And one of them has a banjo.
0: Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> oh my it's God. A, yeah. It's, I know I've been getting Outer Wilds recommended for a while. So that's so <laughs> the key that did it.
2: <laughs> it's so good.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
2: Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything about it because there's a lot to explore with it, yeah. and if you have a spoil, it really stinks, so I won't say anymore. more, but... Okay, I appreciate that. One of the most fun and inventive games I've seen in a long time, so... I have it I actually I
0: very much count on Word of Mouth for a lot of my gaming nowadays, it's been some of my best recommendations, It's just someone really, you know, talking passionately about that kind of stuff. It's safe enough to trust Word of Mouth, I like to think. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Mass Effect 3 is a good game, y'all. Yeah, there you, you it go. <laughs> That is something it is we, thoughts we of ending aside. <laughs> it was it was an ending, all right. <laughs> I was very excited when when BioWare revealed the blueprint for it, and then the yellow, the red print, and then the green print. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> I'm excited for the new one though. They've been developing that for a while though now that I think about it. I think they've been quiet about it for like the last three years. Well, I think they're maybe trying to focus on, hopefully,
3: they're trying to focus on Dreadwolf, but I don't know.
0: Oh, okay. I want to hear more about that one
3: too. Yeah, really?
2: <laughs> yeah, there you go.
3: When's that coming out? Uh supposed to be, I think, in 2023, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be 2024 now.
2: (laughs) At this point.
0: Yeah. Dragon Age was kind of making a soft comeback. So yeah, it'd be kind of great to Mm -hmm. hear more about that soon. Oh, I don't know. It's done when it's done. No pressure, devs. There you go. Get your break. You work only eight hours and go home and enjoy yourselves. Yeah. No crunch. Yes. We'll wait patiently. Mm -hmm. Some crunch. If you feel like crunching because it's something you've got to do, you can crunch a little, but then go home. Yes but mostly no crunch unless it's it's paid yes if 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 there is
2: it's See, i say paid. that because i
0: get it like as an artist i've been like oh i'm tired and it's midnight and i should go to bed and then like but four i want to get to later, this I'm point like, yeah. yeah 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 i'm on a roll i'm like F- <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to cuss right there but you know no worries work there it is <laughs> 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 uh but yeah this is a really good song my gosh it's five minutes i've just been jamming out here to it the whole time
2: i that's another thing about our our, our set list today that is remarkable. The songs are all kind of, well, some of them are a little bit shorter, but they're all kind of like in that medium length range. We haven't gone into like extended club mix territory. Oh yeah. Which is which is fine.
0: Oh. oh my God, I'm at the cool part near the end where it's just doing like this weird drippy electric sound. Yes, so cool. I, made a no- I made a note about that. <laughs> it's just making my ears feel like they're melting. I adore it.
1: A lot of these songs are just like, Easy to lose yourself in, you know? Yeah.
2: And, and that's another quality of good dance music. Yes. The best dance well music. All right. That being said, are we ready to introduce our next block? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Okay, Steph, you have the the first song. So why don't you give us a little introduction?
0: I haven't played this game either. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Dang it. Uh, okay, so this is from the... Uh, uh, it's A New Hope by Masashi Hamauzu from the Musashi Samurai Legends soundtrack. Excellent.
2: All right, so this is my introduction for our last song. Um, it was one of my picks. Um, and this is Obsession from the First Out Hack game. And it is a Yukikajira track uh, with her group Sita. And I think this is probably going to be one of the more familiar ones, but it's super fun. And I didn't want to do this episode without her music.
0: I don't know i really 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 loved the first game uh this one didn't really interest me as much it was only like 15 years later did i hear that um uh, masashi hamaozu uh was was the guy on point for that one and it's like a really 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 good soundtrack um so you know masashi Hamauzu, when he's not like doing cool video gaming kind of sounding stuff he really likes to dabble in like ambient kind of sound yes. a lot of that is kind of dance ambiance and so you can kind of hear some of that coming through here, where I thought parts of this, and this came out before the song I'm mentioning, but I thought parts of this actually sounded uh, like uh, the Calvin Harris, Rihanna, This Is What You Came For song. Oh my god. It's even okay. got like that like gentle kind of like, you know, that kind of thundery sound through yeah, it. Yeah, like we need to know really more drunk. about that. Yeah, and it sounds just like that, even though, you know, the game preceded the song. And I was just kind of shocked by how similar these two sounded. Yeah. Uh, I've never played this game, but, you know, to do my due diligence, I did go and, you know, boot up a Let's Play just to see. So I wouldn't be just caught with my pants down talking about it. Good. Um, and it kind of plays just in the introduction and it's just sort of like a field area. Oh, good to know. Yeah. And it's kind of pretty and kind of a little active because it takes place at night. So it's just kind of a nice, you know, kind of easy breezy. It sounds a little technical. I don't know what it is about the song. I adore it to bits when I heard it. I was like, where has this song been all my life? Cause it just speaks to me. It's what music is to me and what I, what perks up my ears, you know? And, uh, I just thought this, this track was really, really cool.
2: Yeah. I don't usually describe dance music as like smooth, but, but this really was, I enjoyed listening to it so much.
0: Ooh, yeah that was a good descriptor. Yeah. Uh, and like I, and a lot of the tracks in this game are actually very, very beautiful. Um, the Symphony of Fire 1 and 2 there's like two movements to it is a very classical sounding thing but it almost sounds like like Nutcracker it's just very like poppy happy or <laughs> yeah Tchaikovsky like orchestral and it's kind of great to see the range on the soundtrack if I recall the original uh, song they made for the game the original vocal track was like a ska beach kind of sound to it that was like more peppy and more Musashi-ish but the soundtrack itself has you know again just kind of all sorts of nice. genres on the table for it.
2: I'm also, I I was so delighted to kind of find out about his very musical background and musical interests and he's Have you researched this like because I don't even know it a li- well I've been on some of the like composer heavy episodes so I- I've kind of done yes a little bit of research and he's not the only one mm-hmm. like
0: I think <laughs> uh, fantastic
2: who is it I think it's someone who works with Matsuno
0: I could see that on, uh, on those like subjects For a lot of the 13 sentinel stuff i think requires a bit of uh right and so i think
2: he actually like has a band and like does a little bit more professionally but yeah more than one video game composer definitely has an interest in like this kind of genre music so it's cool to see that coming through
0: it really worked for him when he when it came to a time to for came time for final fantasy 13 stuff Mm -hmm. yeah i can see that you said he actually like has some background interest in it though. That actually really interests me now. I might have to look up that he has a yeah. I know he has a, a like a girl that he's done an album with uh, too. And same thing, it's just very ambient, quiet, kind of interesting electronica stuff.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so it's really cool to hear him really dish it for for boss themes and you know some of this. You know, it's like pianos. He loves his pianos. He loves the yep, big instrument big of choice. Melodies. Yeah, um, if you haven't heard it, the two 3DS FURIU games, uh, Lost Legacy, I think, and Alliance Alive, mm-hmm. uh, are incredible for that kind of video game kind of trance um, fusion. It's like really, really cool, very interesting, very electric, and very video game stuff. I highly recommend it. It's underrated at this point. <laughs> Like a lot of the soundtracks that I think he's working on have been underrated at this point. It's just not really the first hand who you really mention, I guess, when we talk about Square Enix composers.
2: I love his stuff though. I have I have a really cool album of piano etudes that he did, just straight up like classical compositions. I love that thing.
0: Is it the Sega Frontier Two one?
2: No, it's not okay. game music. It's just piano music oh, that just he wrote.
0: Yep. Oh wow! Oh, I need to look that up, or I need to bug you for like telling yeah. <laughs> me. it
2: was it was an extra. Like, I, I, oh, geez, I can't remember what game music concert it was, but one of the extras was just like some of his non-game work. And I was like, "Ooh, I'm interested in that.
0: You really hear more of like, you know, kind of less of that editorial hand from like Square Enix or whoever he's working with, you know, and just kind of more of a free flow of, you know, kind of his art, his, yeah, what he, what he likes.
2: But it's always, it's always neat, like, to, because, you know, those other, those other musical in- influencers are there, right? Like people talk about. Or Matsu and like prog rock and i mean it's true he, lo- he loves his rock music but it's really cool when you can have a game and ha- let composers kind of have a little more free reign and like he- play with that play yeah with interests that aren't yeah. strictly like meant to sound more orchestral or epic
0: i think it really shows when when they do actually have that request you know yeah. where, or they have that kind of permission sorry
2: yeah i actually for this song i actually was trying to look look up like what qualifies like a smooth groove style track because i feel like this describes the song a lot with you know some like eastern musical influences but i i loved it so much oh,
1: this one was really good
3: yeah it's a definite great song i'm hoping you, like
0: you, you all haven't heard it before or... no i have not and that's when I'm kind of thrilled You know it's one thing to like agree and like Oh yeah I love this one I love this one and I, I know one of the ones Coming up we- I think we've all heard I think you even joked To that effect yep. um, But like this one like I said I found the soundtrack Super late because I just wasn't really especially Interested in the game and I'm so sad Because I've denied myself a really really good soundtrack And the song among them is just Pretty it's so pretty and Cool and contemporary in that You know those like electric Do You know I don't know what to make of it and I love it see i don't know anything about music i just you can
2: you can still appreciate the music even if you haven't played the game right I, yes i, I,
0: yeah. <laughs> I find myself doing that on this podcast like, i've had people who have not played a lick of Mirror who just sing the praises about the soundtrack right you know, and like, i Do mean want to go to the concert i was like yes
2: yeah oh my gosh but even us just kind of sitting on this panel like not all of us have played every single game on this list i've played the first two
0: mass Effect games.
2: But I, you know, I missed out on three.
0: You just missed out on the third one where it was. Yep. <laughs> so it's good you still have the music for it then.
2: Yeah. Um, And, you know, we were talking about how we've played different amounts of Persona dancing game. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, just enjoy the music first. That's what I always say.
0: Yes. There's a lot of great, well, no, sorry, the opposite. There's a lot of, like, kind of bad games out there where at least the musicians showed up and, like, just absolutely kill the hell out of a soundtrack. We yes.
2: really want to do an episode with that as the theme.
0: Right? There's so fun. many examples. Yes. <laughs> I, like, I, I feel bad, not to disparage everyone else, but just sometimes it's, you know, just different parts of something get loved completely.
2: Yeah, so speaking of composers taking a bunch of different influences and genres and kind of blending them together consistently in their music. Um, I really, when I think about that, I Yuki kajiura is one of the composers I think about first because most of her stuff that I've heard for anime and games really is a fascinating blend of like kind of choral, like pretty ethereal, sometimes instruments, orchestral and electronic. So... I love her stuff. Uh, and Obsession is a pretty well-known and pretty danceable song from that hack. So
0: I actually remember weirdly, it was one of those tracks I had on in the background and somebody passed by and said, hey, that's pretty good. I was like, yeah, it's <laughs> like, it's anime. And then they left.
2: <laughs> um. <laughs> right, but this song is so good that, you know, even people who have no idea are just like, "Huh, I like
0: that. Yeah, it's it's absolutely one of those. Like, it's very <laughs> different. Like, the beginning doesn't really sound like anything you really ever heard before. It's kind of, like, noisy, loud, abrasive. and
2: But still I, know, it still kind of has build like a good dance song should.
0: Yeah, and, like, I kind of like that it starts off with that noise and then it becomes kind of more clean, you know? Yep. There's something very hack about yeah. that where it's, like, the kind of noise of the real life and then the kind of serenity of just being able to get away from it all on an online game or something like that and be lost a bit in it. And yeah. I think even the lyrics in that song speak to that effect. She is the perfect choice for a Dot .hack. I mean, yes. She's done so many anime at that point. Yeah, because she does have that orchestral and, you know, right, but that, quality that like, she can go between.
2: But mu- it, it's such a cool way to musically represent, like, the the world, the game, yeah. and the actual world.
0: That's a good point.
2: I love it. I love it yeah. so much. Um, and, oh, geez, this is this is super cheesy, uh, I guess. But Say another it. one of my reasons for including this one is because for a good dance track, everyone needs to ask themselves uh, where the passion hides its feeling.
0: <laughs> passion is cheesy, and you're supposed to be cheesy when talking about it. That's why we run this website, is because we're big, passionate cheese balls bobbing around yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. in the but ocean of the internet. But I think it's true. A bunch
1: and of RPG you, cheese.
2: You, you mm. can't have a, dan- a good dance track without like, some level of sincerity and passion.
0: Yes. And obsession is a, like kind of a good, interesting side to kind of represent that passion, you know? It's not passion anymore. It's obsession. It's yeah. our video games, you know? It's something we stay up late with. It's something we talk about endlessly on here, and we cover endlessly. And actually, this is kind of a great track to go out on. Yeah. yeah. Thank you all. I hated that stupid <clears throat> ball enemy though, in that anime. It looks so weird. Yeah. <laughs> like went around and, like, gelatin-stabbed people. I was like, this is so strange. I mean, there's like five episodes where Tsukasa literally does nothing at all. But I remember loving oh, this yes. series though. It's a good kind of talkie anime that asked kind of nice questions about, you know, like humans, about being human, about being depressed, actually.
3: And I think it even was in Dot Hack Link, another game. They actually used a version of Obsession. Oh, so. did they? Mm-hmm. Like, did they remix it
2: at all? Or I don't, From what I, I know, it's pretty similar. There is a TV-length one that I yeah. think got used just. Oh, I can't remember if, it, if it's an intro or an outro, but like as a shorter track in the mm-hmm. anime. But then, yes, it's in the game too.
3: Yeah, yeah. And I, I love the. I actually really enjoyed the first four dot hack games. Yeah, I haven't played GU yet. So. Oh, you muscled through all four of them, eh? Uh, <laughs> I, I watched
0: the anime. I liked it it had some moments I was really into it if there's any series that deserved a revival it's totally this one yes I would
2: love to see a revamped version of it uh,
0: like I'm really not buying what what, um, oh, what do you call what's that dumb series called um, oh, sword art Oh, yeah, mine. I'm really not buying what <laughs> yeah. Sword Art is selling. It's just not for me. Sword Hack is better. No, <laughs> it's kind of not either, which is kind of funny. But like, yeah, I want to see no. Dot Hack succeed because I kind of liked it as a talkie than the more harem approach of, of yeah. Sword Art, where like his sister like was like in love with him or some shit. Like, oh, no. No. oh gosh, oh, gosh. oh gosh. No. obsessed over something else. Oh
2: dear.
0: <laughs> oh dear. Why? <laughs> Um I actually love the build like for the long version. I, I kinda prefer the T V version when I just want to get to the to the meat and potatoes, but I really love the ver- build up for the long version. Yeah,
2: I I went back and forth between the two, but I thought having the slightly longer version was fun because you get the little coral pops and you get more of the like
0: It's a great build up.
2: Different tempos and transitions yeah. so that it's easier to yeah. move through, I guess. And you get to dance for a little bit longer. So
0: I, I love that part of the opening where they're, like, they're kind of like moving around and they're glitching out while they're doing it. Yeah. I saw that part looks so, like the whole video that goes with this is just so good looking, you know, and you kind of, I think you see like Helba at the end in like a kind of like cool catsuit, you know, web form or something like that, you know, kind of swimming around the internet. Like it's just kind of wild on a visual basis. Uh, the ending theme is really good too. It's a bit more folksy, but and, but like really intense and really cool and pretty. Yeah, sounds good. So
2: much this music is so
0: good. Gotta love Yuki Kajir and Seesaw. Mm-hmm. She is so good. And I'm glad she's done a few video games, because she absolutely uh, wrecks it for those. Mm-hmm. Was she the one on Zeno, Zeno Sega 2? Or am I, Oh, am I forgetting something? You... Oh! Shoot. Oh my yes. gosh, I'm going a brain fart. It, hang on. Yep, brain fart, BGMDB. You're my guiding light. Uh, yep, there she is.
2: Yep, and she... Collaborated with the composer for a lot of the um, Nonary games.
0: What, really? Yeah, the other composer <gasps> on
2: Xenosaga Two. Yep, I'm trying to remember their name. Hang on.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now I'm kind of pulling this up now. Okay. Uh, so she's been doing video game tr- soundtracks since 1998 for a game I've never heard of. Uh, double Cast. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe got bigger nerd listening in. Who knows what that is? Okay. She did a lot of Puella Magica stuff, which again, really good good use of uh, her skills for. You know, contemporary and orchestrated. She's kind of a two in one in that case. You know, she can do a lot of the battle stuff and a lot of the dramatic stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, Fate's Day Night stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, you need so a it's great Shinji Vasari.
2: Was, was the other composer on Xenosaga um, Part 2 and did a lot of the, like, nonary games,
0: games like that. Oh, that kind of tracks. It's kind of, like, they lost Matsuda for Zen- after Xenosega Episode 1, but, like, they picked up some pretty darn great talent for the second game. And
2: it's interesting how they divided it up, is it like, this Who's is all kind of coming game? back to me. Uh, they actually worked kind of separately, um, so he worked on cutscene music, which actually kind of makes sense with, like, the other games that he did not she did other stuff.
0: Oh, that's actually kind of cool, okay. Yeah. And... By the looks like a bit, it looks like it was more Yuki Kajura for the third game, which again, amazing soundtrack, all three of them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, this is really cool. Yeah, this is actually, a really great choice for song. Do we know who did it, uh, by any chance?
2: Who did Obsession? Yeah, it
0: was, yeah, it it was,
2: it was Seesaw. Actually... It was Yuki Kajiura um, with her group Seesaw.
0: Yep. Oh, okay, that's right. Okay, I was like Seesaw. I was like, I don't really know who that is. That's right. Seesaw is the band. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, have it's her a fiction, fiction album, and that's awesome too. Yuki Kajiura. Okay. Yeah. Fly, I, I it's get... so fun to sing the song like it's actually really yep. cool. But it's it, an awesome song.
2: It just it's funny because I had listened to so much music for this episode and it just suddenly hit me that the dot hack music and like especially this song in particular because of the pace of it sort of was kind of like a, an electronic music. Touchstone that I really wanted to make sure we talked about. So
0: it's a real overdose of it. Yeah, like it's very loud and very like the 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 TV like the okay, so the long version kind of starts with that nice soft slow build up, mm-hmm. but like the TV intro really just meows it at you like yeah. meow, you know, yeah. welcome snow, no. Like really throws you into it. Um, yeah, no, this is a really wild opening. I'm kind of glad to see it like still getting circulated around so many years later.
2: Yep agreed and
0: if you haven't heard it well the dot hack I don't know but it was the one that followed the GU series, anime series shoot I don't remember what it was called I think it was like Link or something like that anyways that was yeah. a really good opening to uh, Merry Go Round is actually a really great kind of like pop pop electric ballad too nice it's very pretty and I think it's done by um, uh, another Yuki Kajura joint
2: I'll have to look
0: into it yeah <laughs> we will link them in the comments below <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean we we provide album links, all that good stuff. So some of these some of these tracks are uh probably a little more readily available than others, but we'll do our best to have some means of access to all of them. Alright, so any any final thoughts before we move on to housekeeping?
0: You, you we should do a second type of this episode one day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> I, I don't even know what I'd put, like I'm just kinda got the stars in my eyes. <laughs>
2: So I again. mean, it's it's worth exploring more for sure.
0: It's like this is only RPGs and so many other game genres that have kind of dabbled. Yep, yeah. absolutely. It must be fun to be a video game composer for that reason. I know, unless you're like a you know composer who only knows the like Renaissance instruments, like you know, lute. <laughs>
2: there's one like OC remixer slash um, arranger who her parents like were kind of like early renaissance music scholars so like she knows all that stuff which is really cool like she can play a lute or a dulcimer That's awesome. yeah and and she had this really kind of like pretty ethereal voice too so she kind of used that and made like folksy-ish you know medieval sounding stuff
0: i always think of the uh the, the borrowers the uh what is it the secret world of borrowers or Ghibli one. cecily gorbel the one time they did not use Joe he said, he's, oh, I forget his last name he's, Hisashi? Yeah, Hisashi. Sashi. The one time they did not use him was for this girl's work, and that is kind of a huge honor, I guess, when you think about it It is, but and she's so man, beautiful, I love I that soundtrack. So, I know, it's so good. I'm stunned, like, when I was hearing it, I just remember thinking how pretty it was and how perfect it was. Yep. The story of that was really nice, where it's like, apparently he, like, um, uh uh, Miyazaki, like, came across it or something, and he just kind of had it playing, and he's like, okay, I can't really use it for this movie, but he was thinking of, like, maybe my next one, I could use this sound. I love these kind of stories of, like, yeah, how people met people for music. (laughs) Yeah.
2: All right. Are we, are we ready for housekeeping? Let's do it. Okay. So, um, at the end, we kind of like to recap games that have made their debut on this episode. So, Uh, We've had a surprising lack of persona dancing music. So Dancing in Moonlight made its debut today. So thank you for that. That's Um, a great idea. Yay. Yay.
0: Um,
2: (laughs) And of course, Mushashi Samurai Legend has not been on the show before. So
0: thank you for bringing that. I will fix that again in the future. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be back with more songs I can't explain the context for. I mean, it's okay. It's really good music.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Also, notably, uh, we picked two songs that have only been on once. And that's our dot .hack and our World Ends With You tracks.
0: Wow, I'm kind of surprised about World Ends With You. dot .hack, yeah. 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 .hack yeah. is a few good ones, too. That yep. might be... Yeah, see, I kind of like that we opened up new stuff with this kind of new genre poking.
2: There you go. Mm-hmm. And so coming next on Rhythm, we've got a Game Boy Advance music episode and some fall-autumn themes, which I'm super excited for. I love fall.
0: Oh, please tell me the Harvest Moon, what, like, a Harvest Moon track is there. <laughs> they do such good autumn-y tracks.
2: It, it's just all the fall music from Dirty Valley.
0: No, okay, I'm that'll be too. I
2: mean, I, I, I love, particularly some of the fall music from Stardew Valley. But I'm, I'm eager to see like what people pick for fall. It'll be fun.
0: Can I come on and just read some like, <laughs> some poetry for the fall foliage? Pointy be... birds, oh pointy pointy. I love it. <laughs> doth spread your wings and fly to the south, my friends. Beautiful. Where warmth reach your wings once again. Oh, Aww. Aww. I wrote it.
2: Nice. <laughs> um, if you'd like to email us, uh, you can reach us at music at RPGfan.com. Um, we'll go around and say how you can contact all of us as well. Uh, best way to e- reach me is email, and that's hilary at RPGfan.com. Audra, um, where can folks reach you?
3: Oh, you can reach me at email, Ultra B at
0: RPGfan.com.
3: Great. And how about you, Steph?
0: Uh, I'm most places on the internet as uh, Dice SMS. (laughs) Um, I don't partake in music that much, so please come see me draw and talk video games and share like cool GIFs and clips of other things on just about any of the socials.
2: Or just send excited messages about how Steph brought on Shashi Samurai Legend.
0: (laughs) Please, that game needs more fans of its soundtrack. (laughs) Nice. And how about you, Mario?
1: Um, you can find me on RPG fan socials. So, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and threads. Um, and yeah, RPG fan, RPG fan com is most of our, yeah, that's pretty much our um, tag for like all of them, I think.
2: Yeah, you're usually looking at our social media accounts. So, excellent. All right. Um, we also have two other fantastic podcasts. So, let's we'll talk a little bit about what's going on with those. Uh, first, we have Retro Encounter, which plays older games and has some special theme episodes. Uh, they just will have posted um, a very amusingly titled episode called Imagine Dragon Quest. So uh, as as RPG fans music podcast, I want to say uh, kudos on the, the reference there. Um, and it's about Dragon Quest spinoffs. Um, that's great. And then there's also a Rhapsody Game Journal coming up there. Uh, recently on Random Encounter, our news and current kind of site topic podcast we have had an episode about lies of p and the legend of Nayuda bounces boundless trails um, so feel free look for those podcasts uh, also reach out to us on social media look at our twitch channel i know steph is there fairly often as well uh remember to check out our shop too and just you know Interact with us, and we have several ways of interacting. So, check us out, and don't forget to review us on your preferred podcasting platform. You know whether that's Apple, Google, uh, those subscriptions and reviews and things. They help us out a lot. They give us important feedback, so we appreciate those. And then we usually end the show with a bonus track. Um, so I hope you all were okay with me picking this one.
0: I didn't click it actually. I'm kind of excited. It gets to be a surprise to me too. Yeah
2: um so
0: this ooh, i like it
2: yeah it's this is one. going into this is going into like kind of serious you know dance house kind of heavy dance music um it's an old album um but one that i thought of pretty quickly when we were um talking about this
0: they've been doing very good like arrangement tracks for persona for a while now yeah so like a good time for anybody to get into them is always today <laughs> there's a lot to go through
2: yeah definitely there's lots out there to pick from. Um, but if you were here looking for like something that you would probably actually hear, you know, in a dance club, um, this is it. It's nevermore from the AT first Persona Three, Persona Four Club Arrange album. And it, it's a Shoji Meguro track arranged by DJ Yummy. So
0: enjoy that. Do, gorgeous. do, do. stay tuned after where we do do do, do all of our favorite tracks yep
2: it's it's not a good rhythm episode if someone doesn't do that at least once
0: (laughs) it could be so hard to talk about music otherwise exactly Mm -hmm. all right well thank
2: you all so much again for joining me it has been a lot of fun i enjoyed all your picks a lot very much good yes dance party that we had going on here and i do hope we get to do it again so, thank you all. And uh, listeners, I hope you were able to also get your dance on. And hopefully, you enjoyed this and are looking forward to future
0: episodes. Thank you. You couldn't see me at home, but I was dancing the entire <laughs> podcast. Good. <laughs>
2: Good. Uh, so, you know, may you all well dance until the next time. And we'll see you later. Bye. 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 is our between block time now does anyone need to refresh on either of those two songs before we
0: talk about them or are we good this is like the editing part of like a cooking show where they like you know take out the freshly baked cake after you put in the ingredients yes like 30 seconds later oh we heard God. the song right that is, that's
2: exactly what's <laughs> four happening four minutes later right yeah um, and, and if anybody you know is is stressed out at this point or your cake didn't turn out right i will you know, say a bunch of brand names or a bunch of, you know, non-family friendly language so that you being stressed out doesn't get into the episode. Um, I don't know if any of you <laughs> watch Great British Bake Off, but that is something that, that that Sue and Mel would do to help the contestants, which is really,
0: really sweet. I did not know this. I yeah. like that. That's kind of sweet. More ways to cope with stress, the better.
2: Yeah. And, well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of footage of people getting stressed out baking in that show. So like if it, if it got to the point where they thought someone wouldn't want, you know, themselves on camera, like those two would come in, and they would do stuff to make the footage unusable, like curse or <laughs> say a bunch of brand names, so that the person was kind of like protected while they were stressed out or crying or whatever it was. Oh my oh. gosh! <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I love that show. <laughs>